Hello, New Jersey Devils fans. Welcome to the Locked On Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Julia Kender, and I'm here today with writer for St. Louis Game Time and Pucker Up Philly and site expert for Broad Street Buzz, Ariel Melendez. Ariel, how are you? So after that long-winded introduction, uh, I'm doing pretty good today. Yeah, you have probably a lot on your plate. You're writing for a bunch of different sites. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's definitely been, and especially with no hockey, it's definitely been interesting trying to find some content to write about lately. So I, obviously, everybody here knows that I am the chapter head for Pucker Up, and I must say, Ariel gives me some of the best articles that we have come on the site. Um, she's been really into player reviews lately. She's been killing it. Just want to do a little shout out for her because she's been great. That you don't know how like that makes me feel right now with that, with everything going on. Like that's a huge compliment. Well, I'm glad. Um, I just have like some general hockey questions for you. A little devil's question, but today is going to be more general hockey for all of our listeners. Um, it's kind of what I've been doing lately with the break. Anyway, it's been so hard to find devil centric stuff. Um, so don't worry too much about Devils stuff because I know Devils aren't your number one team. Um, but first I just want to know, how'd you get into hockey? Um, I I don't know if I can pinpoint the exact moment of of what happened. It's actually funny for people that know me that know, like sports are like my number one, like, um, but there actually used to be a time because my mom tells me all the time, there used to be a time where I hated sports and I don't, like, I can't remember it ever like not being into hockey baseball like all that kind of stuff I can't remember ever not I know my dad had a lot to do with it um because he was he wrote sports he broadcasted sports so I know it had a lot to do with him watching games and especially Flyers I know it's where it started um was kind of watching Flyers games with him and just seemingly just I don't really know the exact thing that got me into it but I just know it my dad played a big part in me becoming a sports fan that's so funny. My dad is kind of the reason I'm into hockey right now, too. Um, my dad and I would watch games together. He's the one that got me into hockey. Um, there's a funny story. Uh, I was born in D.C., actually, but there's a picture of me living in D.C. in a Flyers jersey, and I was, like, two years old. <laughs> so even back then, you were ready for the rivalry. Oh, yeah. Even back then, I was ready. <laughs> so, okay, obviously, I know this answer because I know you very well, but my listeners don't know. Who is your favorite player? Favorite player? Well, if I have to go favorite player overall, and people that know me very well will be able to figure out this answer right away, but my favorite overall player is Braden Shen. Um, he became my favorite player when he was with the Flyers, and then, unfortunately for me, He was traded to St. Louis and I kind of followed him over to St. Louis and it hasn't wavered. Like I've been able to, to pay attention to him, but also, you know, stay pretty big on the flyers. But if I had to go favorite flyer though, it would definitely be Sean Couturier. Those two are kind of my top two uh, favorite players. So how come Braden Shen, what got you into him? It's, it's another funny story that I going back, like, to when he first came there apparently I used to hate him um because I've seen it come up on my time hunt before that I used to not like him and I think it's just kind of seeing him improve every season 
Um, it, the point totals always grew. He, he was always improving. He was always getting better. And I think I kind of just, I, I kind of just fell into him. Just, he wasn't, a lot of people actually didn't really like him and still kind of don't like him and always thought he was just that power play guy. But I was always like, does it really matter how he's contributing to the team? He's getting better every season and he was still so young. And I just kind of stuck with that. Like, I found it kind of hard to believe that a lot of people didn't really think power play mattered because it's it still with, especially how the Flyers power play was back then getting contributions anywhere um, should have been good enough, but you know, we, sometimes, you know, not sure where hockey fans minds are at, but <laughs> um, I don't know. It was just kind of, again, it's one moment I can't really pinpoint that was like, this is it. This is the moment that, you know, I know he's my favorite player. He, it was kind of just like a gradual, like he just grew on me, you know, game after game, season after season. And now, again, people that know me know, maybe I'm a little too obsessed, but um, yeah, I think that's, it, it just kind of grew. It just kind of happened. He's your favorite player. You gotta, you gotta love and support your favorite player. Even um, if it is a little bit of an obsession, like who cares? And I, yeah, I think I have um, maybe four, four or five of his jerseys i'd say nice are they all like different uh yeah so i have the flyers home jersey i have the stadium series the stadium series that was in pittsburgh i have that jersey i have his st louis blues home jersey and i have his all-star jersey um first season in st louis that's awesome um I have a player who I kind of did the same thing as you with where he was a flyer and got traded and I followed his career and now I'm a fan of that team. It's JVR. (laughs) And and I'm now a Leafs fan because of JVR, because of his trade in 2012. I remember this very clearly. Um, and ever since then, I've become a Leafs fan, and JVR obviously got traded back to the Flyers, but I stayed a Leafs fan because now they have a special place in my heart, and I mean, I got lucky that my player got traded back. He's not my favorite Flyer. He's just a player that I really liked when I was younger. Um, a but- funny thing about that trade was that was a trade that brought Braden's brother over to the Flyers, and I actually became a really big fan of his as well. I thought it was a little funny thing, having it with, with JVR being your favorite player, Luke Shannon. That is funny. One of mine as well. That's so funny. I love that. Um, so obviously you like the Flyers and you like St. Louis. Um, mm-hmm. Are those your main teams? Do you have any other teams you really like? Um, those are probably my, my main teams. The Flyers are still number one for me and will still always be number one for me. Um, St. Louis, um, I, it was actually kind of a weird situation with St. Louis is at first I was only following them for Brayden. And then I kind of, it kind of just happened where I started to be like, I like Ryan O'Reilly as well. So I kind of paying attention to him, Tarasenko, all those guys. And it just, that first season just kind of got me. And then seeing that run they went on and, you know, with Jordan Biddington and everything, it kind of just solidified my love for that team. But I don't know if there's really another team. I was into the Kings for a little bit, um, like before the whole trade, um, the St. Louis happened. The Kings were actually my second team. It was, I, it kind of was, 
they were my number two for a little while, and then I don't know what really happened. They just kind of tailed off. Um, I mean, I'll I'll admit they kind of got bad, and maybe that's <laughs> a little bit. So maybe I don't like to say I was a little I was a bandwagon with them, but maybe it's a little bit when um Carter went over there. Um, because right. I, I, I was a fan of his for a little while. I mean, I still kind of am, but he's not really on the top of my list. Um, but I it kind of faded away. They're still kind of in the background a little bit. I wouldn't say like number three team, but they're they're kind of there. But St. Louis and uh, Philly definitely my number one and two teams. Then who are your least favorite teams? Um, this probably won't be surprising to anyone, especially with the two teams I have a fan of. But it's it has to be Chicago. Yeah, and I have to say Pittsburgh as a Flyers fan, but. I don't, truthfully, I don't really hate them as much as, you know, I should as a Philly fan, but Chicago's definitely up there. Why Chicago? Just because of the Blues-Chicago rivalry? Well, I mean 2010. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, they have a big rivalry with with the Blues, so that, that kind of also, so they see them a lot, and I see them a lot when I get a chance to watch Blues games, so, but it was absolutely 2010, and then kind of furthered from there yeah see I didn't like them for the longest time and then the Flyers traded Kimo Tiemann into the Flyers for that cup run and I was like that was the I was so mad that I had to root for Chicago because I I was like I I don't want them to win but I want Kimo Tiemann to get a cup I think I was like one of the only Flyers fans who didn't jump on that bandwagon because I just couldn't get past my hate for Chicago that's wild I just, like, I couldn't find it in myself. I was like, yeah, it'd be cool for Kimo, but I just, like, I couldn't find it in myself to be like, all right, Chicago, like, let's go, like, win it for him. It was just, it was just too much for me. Yeah, um, obviously, I don't right now, but I used to live in Chicago, and I went to a few Chicago games. Mostly, they were Chicago Flyers or Chicago, New Jersey, <laughs> um, and I was always rooting for the other team. Um, but I made a few Chicago, uh, Blackhawks fans, friends, fans. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I made a few fans of the team as friends. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. You became friends with some of their fans. Yeah. I, so I, I, I know a going. good amount. I know a good amount about this team that I don't care anything about. <laughs> I think I know like one person who's a Chicago Blackhawks fan. And I, and I kind of, you know, we're mutual friends on Twitter and we talk occasionally I think that's the only like Blackhawk fan that I really know oh my god one of my best friends is a huge Blackhawks fan so and she doesn't like the Flyers and she knows I don't really like the Blackhawks but we're still best friends <laughs> and hey, we, all, we, we talk about hockey, but like it's hard yeah my one of my um one of my best friends is actually a Pittsburgh fan and I and I <laughs> went she doesn't live in Pittsburgh anymore but I actually was able to go up to Pittsburgh um, two different times. One of them was for a Flyers-Penguins game, um, which was an experience. That's all I can I'm, imagine. All I'm say was, it was an experience. And funny enough, I actually was able to meet a Pittsburgh Penguin while wearing a Flyers jersey. Who? Uh, oh, my God. I don't even remember who it was anymore. I don't think he plays there anymore. Like, it just – and again, funny enough, it just came up on my time hop, too of me going to Pittsburgh. I, I have no idea what his name is. Because I don't so know funny. anymore. 
That's so funny. I love that. Um, okay, so now we're switching gears a little bit. Um, there's been talk about what's going to happen with the rest of the season, if they're going to just jump into playoffs when they get the clear, if they're going to play in North Dakota or something. Um, what do you want to see happen? Not necessarily what's realistic, but what do you want yeah. to happen? Uh, it's hard because there are there are a lot of options on the table. I don't think the North Dakota one is really one that should happen or is realistic to happen because you're the, the idea was putting all of these players in hotels and only having like a central staff there. That would still be a to me a terrible idea because because if if one person somehow is to get it, that's there's the whole the whole league basically. So for what I think it could happen or should happen. I mean, I'm still on board with summer hockey because my birthday's in the summer. So I wouldn't mind maybe some training camp or a hockey game on my birthday. Um as for what's realistic, it's really hard to believe right now that playing with fans is realistic. Just mm-hmm. because of how things are moving quickly, uh especially in the United States and with a lot of these guys back home which I think would be a really, you know, hard thing to get them back because I know, I know with Canada, I'm pretty sure the border is closed right now. So getting them to come back in would, would probably be a hard, hard thing. So I'm on board for summer hockey. I think that's what it's going to take at this point. They already extended the quarantine to the 30th, and I think it's probably going to go past that. I don't think another two weeks or so is really going to, it's really going to change much. So probably kind of what they've been thinking is like maybe a July towards August resumption of the season. For me, at least that that's I'm hopeful. I'm really hopeful that we can get hockey back in the next couple months. But it's really hard to say for sure what the best option would be right now. Yeah, I completely agree. It's like I think the North Dakota idea is so stupid. Because you have so many people on staff and players and you're taking away essential uh, healthcare workers to have an ambulance on board. Um, and it's just like just so much goes into a hockey game that people don't realize that it would be a crowd of people working for this hockey game. Well, so I so many people. Yeah, like it would still be a lot of people even without fans. So I think that is kind of stupid, um, just to put it bluntly. Well, I, and- think, I think another big thing that people don't necessarily realize is these players will be away from their families for yeah. who knows how long. And they they kind of deal with that during the season, but not for the months that would take, especially if they do decide to finish the regular season, which biased, I hope they do. <laughs> so I can go see Flyers Blues, but that's another story. Um, it'd be at least a couple months, depending on how long, like the play, like how long teams are in the playoffs for. You know, these these players would be other could be away from their families till at least September or October or so, and then the assumption is next season would start in November. So that's a huge commitment to put on the players to be away from their families, especially with a lot of these players who are expecting children or who have young children, that's a lot to ask of them to be away from their families for that long. No, I completely agree. That's a a lot to ask. And I know, like, 
just a random player who's expecting is Matt Martin and Sunny, who I never can pronounce her last name. Um, she is expecting, and I know a bunch of other players have had babies recently. So that's just like putting so much on the the wives and girlfriends um, because they have to deal with all of this without their husband and I, your boyfriend or significant other, I guess. Um, but I get that they do it during the season, but you made such a good point that this wouldn't be like a regular season. They'd be basically trapped in North Dakota. <laughs> like, yeah, like at most they're gone for usually like a week, week or two, depending on how long of a road trip it is, but they still come back home. They still get to be with their families in this scenario. They're in North Dakota until the season's over or until their specific season is over. Right. So that's uh, kind of rough. <laughs> to put um, it very lightly. Yeah, to put it lightly, it's a little rough. <laughs> okay, now we talked about favorite players, but we didn't talk about favorite Devils players. So I just want to know, who's your favorite Devil player? Devils player. I know you're not a Devils fan, but... You know, you see enough of them in the season being a Flyers fan. My my answer might be extremely obvious just because of like his personality. Um and it's hard to find anyone that doesn't like him. Um so my easy answer is PK Subban. Oh yeah. That that one would kind of an easy cuz I don't you like you're right like I don't know too many too many players on the team. Um, another one, I, I don't know if I'd say favorite or just kind of an interesting case because he gets compared to a, a flyer often, um, is, is I just wrote something actually looking at Carter Hart's season and kind mm-hmm. of looking at what Mackenzie Blackwood has been able to do this season. It's yeah. kind of interesting to see the parallels between the two because, well, technically this is still considered Blackwood's rookie season. He's actually played in the NHL before he just didn't play like 25 games or whatever the whatever the rookie cutoff is so it was really interesting to kind of see the parallels between the two um so like while not favorite player it was just it's just really interesting to follow him especially since those two get compared to so much so I think it'll be interesting to kind of see where he goes after this season since he's kind of finished that rookie season where he kind of goes from there I think it's hilarious you said those two because Becky, who also writes with us for Pucker Up, who is my co-host usually before all this happened and her Wi-Fi couldn't support it anymore. Um, those are her two favorites is Subban and Blackwood. Those honestly Blackwood was just the only other name I could think of. <laughs> because I knew I had written something similar like about him. Like I probably couldn't name you like another Devils player off the top of my head at least. That's so funny. I I know this team so well now. Um, so, like, it's so funny to me that, like, some people don't, you know? Like, I don't think about it because I just know so much about this team now. Um, but, yeah, Blackwood and Carter Hart get compared a lot on Twitter and articles. And they're slightly different come-ups to the NHL. But, I don't know, Blackwood doesn't get enough recognition, in my opinion, because he plays for such a bad team. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's definitely a huge factor, I think, is people assume, well, the team is bad, so everyone on the team must be mm-hmm. bad. And while I don't necessarily agree with the assumption that Blackwood is better, 
than Quarter Heart. They're actually closer than I think a lot of people realize in their development and what they've done this year. Yeah, and Blackwood's honestly kept the Devils in games. He's kept games close, and like people just don't realize he's how much he's doing because he play his team loses all the time. But and my my listeners know I'm very hard on the Devils. I say that they're bad all the time, so this is not a shock to them. But because I've ranted about this before about how Blackwood is just he's a solid goaltender that deserves more recognition and I think in the coming years for the Devils they're going to turn it around they have a very young team so I think that once this rebuild's kind of over they're going to build this team around Nico Heashier and Mackenzie Blackwood and it's going to be a it's going to be a good team it's just going to take a little time to get there yeah I, and I don't know why and like while you were talking I w- was kind of looking other players up like I don't know how I forgot that Nico Heashier was there or <laughs> Like I don't know how I forgot about those two names, but I just had to. I just had to basically call myself out and say <laughs> that I was looking up other players on the team while you were doing all that. I just have to call myself out. That's so funny. Um, okay, one last question before we're out of time. What has been your favorite story to write? It can be for any of your sites that you write for or contribute for. But what has been your favorite story this this season or just overall? overall oh god i've written (laughs) so many articles over like a bunch of years so i think i started writing like officially i was it was definitely in college which was not to make myself seem too old was like four years ago um i know a story that i really liked writing and again will be no surprise to you will be no surprise to anyone is when I used to write for a previous site, I wrote um, kind of a long article on Braden and his consistency. And I know I had a lot of a lot of fun writing that just because it was kind of my way of saying like, hey guys, like this dude is pretty consistent. Like he improves every year and not to go back on that rant. But mm-hmm. I, I think overall that that's one of my favorite articles that I've written. If I had to think about stuff I've done this season, um, on on my Broad Street, um, Broad Street Buzz side, I've been kind of taking a different approach to player reviews, um, so they're not too similar from what I'm doing at Pucker Up, um, and, and I've kind of taken a different route where, like with Carter Hart, I compared him to other goalies in like their second seasons, or Couturier, I kind of looked at his Selkie campaign and comparing it to guys like Ryan O'Reilly and Bergeron who are always in that conversation. So I think kind of finding creative ways to talk about player seasons and comparing them to, you know, other players in the league has been my favorite to say this season. Yeah. You're I've read both of your player reviews, like the ones for both sites. And I must say people, I know you're not necessarily Flyers fans go read some of her work it's like the way that she writes is one very very good and two just the creativity that she like can take a spin on a story is just very fun to read so just You're a little building my ego so high right now and <laughs> i so very much appreciate it i love your writing dude of course hey it's good to it's good to know though that like the spins i'm taking because i wanted to make sure they're very different from each other so you know i'm not writing the same content for both sites 
So always, it, it is good to hear though that they are very different creative approaches. Yeah, no, I really like them. Um, and with that, that is about all we have time for today. So thank you for being here, Ariel. And thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this one and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye.